Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Okay, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review comes from Yuwa727. Yuwa says, Maudie is amazing. Her true-to-life messages are exactly what women need to conquer their busy lives, She is inspiring, entertaining, and just plain fun to follow. Keep up the great work, lady. Thank you so much, Yuwa. I will keep up the work. And this review seriously made my day because delivering fun, easy-to-digest inspiration for busy women has always been my goal for this podcast. So thank you. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review, and I will make sure to get you a shout-out on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning in to a solo episode all about experimentation. Okay, so all you dirty birds where uh, whose mind went to the gutter, that's totally fine. But no, that's not what we're getting into today. Today, what I want to talk about is science experimentation and how we can really apply that to our lives. I've recently started applying this like scientific approach to my life in a super fun and exciting way. And as I was preparing for this podcast, I started thinking about how I was pre-scientific approach. And I realized that I actually took things so much seriouser, (laughs) seriouser, I actually took the, see, like, I'm just going to mess up and be real here because this is all an experiment. So, and I like to show up as real and authentic as possible, which means some bloopers. Um, now I mean, like, when did I, when did I start taking things so seriously? Um, life in general, when did I, make everything seem so, so high stakes, you know, as kids, I feel like it is life is fun and joyful and it's a series of play and it's a series of trying new things, experimenting on something new, checking it out, seeing what the side effects are, seeing how it affects you and then deciding if the results are positive enough to continue. Kids do this all the time, you know? My kids right now, I'm thinking about Xavier, who 
is experimenting like crazy when it comes to extracurricular activities. You know, his older siblings were into basketball and football and soccer, but he wants to try other things. He wants to try, actually, he wants to try all the things. (laughs) He's got his foot in football and his hand in baseball. He wants to try tennis. We went through a ping pong stage, uh, and I think he even wants to get into try boxing. And it's all just experimentation to figure out what's fun for him, to figure out what's worth the effort, what's worth the time, and what he wants to continue. And for some reason, you know, another example from our youth is dating. You know, a couple of my children recently have gone through breakups and they're breakups with long-term relationships, even at their young age. And nobody is looking at them going, oh my God, I can't believe you failed at that relationship. People are just like, oh yeah, you tried. You tried that out. Didn't work. You're experimenting, trying new personalities, new people, how you get along. And through the dating process, it's like this whole experiment, trial and error, see who you want to spend the most time with, and then moving on from those that you don't. There's not this huge pressure on every single decision that you make as as a youth, as a younger person. And at some point in our lives, I can actually recall the the moment when this happened to me at some point of our lives the switch gets flipped from fun experimentation really not that high stakes you know you can like try and fail and it's not that big of a deal to all of a sudden now you're adulting and there's so much pressure and weight on every single decision and there's so much pressure and weight to get it right every single time which for me has taken the fun out of most things. The moment for me when I, my flip, my flip, my my switch was flipped was when I got pregnant. I received the memo that now that I'm going to be responsible for another human being, I better not mess up. I better be really sure what I want to do with my life. I better not waste my time experimenting. I better get busy living, making the right decisions, you know, being a responsible parent, which yes, of course I did that. And I also think we can still do that while we experiment, while we try new things, while we have some fun with life. And so what I want to talk about today and maybe just suggest is going at life like a scientist, going at our life like it is this beautiful, sacred, amazing science experiment. And we're just a casual observer as a scientist. We are just making hype. So, you know, if we talk about a science experiment, how does it work? So a scientist makes a hypothesis. Now, I'm not trying to teach you anything. This is what I kind of vaguely remember and what Google just told me. <laughs> what a scientist does is they go out and experiment with a hypothesis, with uh, expectation of a result at the end of the experiment. So we all remember planting the seed. Maybe it's like three seeds, right? And the first seed, the hypothesis is that the seed's going to grow. And the first seed, you don't water. And the second seed, you water. And then the third seed, you give water and nutrients. And then your hypothesis is that the one, the third seed is going to grow 
faster and be the bigger one and you understand. So then you experiment, right? And then you give the water and the nutrients and you observe the data in a very, you know, non-personal approach. Nobody got really, really upset if uh, seed number two turned out to grow better than seed number three, right? It was really like, oh, okay, so my hypothesis was incorrect. We're going to adjust and try something else. What if we went at new goals or new ideas or new dreams in this way as an experiment where we are going to try something new, form a a hypothesis like I hope or I believe that if I did this thing, X will happen. And we didn't judge ourselves for the results. Okay. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know diet culture is pretty much my enemy. I cannot stand diet culture. I think what all women can relate to is a going on a diet. Okay. Go on a diet. We have a hypothesis that we are going to do this diet and the hypothesis is we're going to lose weight. And then what happens when we do the diet and we don't lose the weight? There's judgment. There's shame. We hang our heads. We get embarrassed. And there's all this pressure and weight because we have put so much stakes, like the stakes were so high that the outcome must happen, must come to fruition, right? That our hypothesis absolutely must be right. Recently, um, with my self-care experiment, I've been doing that. I've been doing this self-care experiment because I've given up alcohol. So because I'm going alcohol-free, I'm looking for ways to really take care of myself and fill that space and time when I'm feeling like I quote unquote need some wine, right? So wine used to be my end of the night coping mechanism. And because I've just chosen, choosing right now to have that experiment going on, what I wanted to do is find some self-care activities that could substitute. And there wasn't a judgment on this, right? I didn't go out this, at this self-care experiment thinking, oh my God, if I do meditation, I have to feel calm and centered every single time. I didn't go at it like that. I went at this without any judgment or weight put on what I was hoping to get out of quote unquote meditation or self-care. So as we are thinking about trying new things, what if we just acted like a casual observer, a scientist, just trying, experimenting, and then collecting the data on the results. Like it's just data. It doesn't mean anything about us, our worthiness, us as a person, us as, you know, the quality of who we are. It's just an experiment. And that's really what I've learned by going through my alcohol-free challenge. So I started this challenge three months ago. The goal was 30 days. Got through the 30 days and the 30 days I did not go at it 
in a fun experimentation kind of way. Okay. I came out the first 30 days with a lot of fear, a lot of judgment and a lot of shame, right? Right. A lot of shame because, um, society tells us that it's a, it's not okay to not drink. So doing this experiment felt definitely radical. And after the 30 days was up, I kind of looked back. I didn't kind of, (laughs) I looked back on the data and was like, oh my gosh, I kind of want to just keep this experiment going because I'm X, Y, and Z. I'm having better sleep. I'm feeling better. And I just feel like continuing. No judgment, no weight. It doesn't mean anything about me as a person. All it meant is that the data that I collected was positive enough that I wanted to continue going on. So this is kind of just a, a really current example in my life on how now, now that I'm past the 30 days, now that I realize that, you know what, maybe the hypothesis that I set out to do the the 30-day challenge didn't happen, but so many other side effects did that I want to continue. But you know what? I don't want to make it shamey anymore. I don't want to make it judgy anymore. I want to like love on myself through everything that I do. And so I've been experimenting with other things. I am hosting my first ever retreat on Labor Day, September 6th and 7th. There are still spaces available if you'd like to join us. Hosting a retreat has been something that has been on my mind for years. I think it's been seven years. The reason, one of the reasons that I haven't stepped out and hosted a retreat is because I put so much weight on my hypothesis, right? That it was going to be a successful retreat. And I put so much pressure on myself to make it perfect. Even the first time round, I wasn't able to even launch it, right? It was like, (laughs) if you don't do anything, you're not even going to get close to being perfect. So get out there and try. And so I'm going at this retreat and I'm putting all the energy, all the love, all the effort that I possibly can into it. And I'm also going at it as a scientist, as a casual observer. What is working? What was super impactful? What are parts that maybe I could cut out of the next one? Is this something that women want? I'm just asking all the possible questions and gathering the data, knowing that the data isn't a direct reflection on my worth or worthiness. That alone has freed me up enough to to go after it, to go after the stream that I've been waiting on. I recently decided that I want to try something else. Now, this is crazy, crazy, crazy wild. I am on day two of being a vegan. Can I say I'm a vegan even if I'm doing it for 30 days as an experiment? I Well, I'm going to. I'm going to make my own rules in my own life. And I'm trying vegan for 30 days. My hypothesis is that I'm going to probably lose some bloat and excess pounds. I'm probably going to have more energy and I'm probably going to feel a hell of a lot better, have better skin and overall, you know, improve my quality of life. That's my hypothesis. Now, if I get through this 30 days and none of that happens, it doesn't mean anything to me. I just tried something new. If it doesn't work, 
It doesn't mean anything about, again, my worth or my worthiness. Okay. It is just a fun experiment that I'm going after, that I'm trying. Uh, as I, the last, the last story, I'm not sure, sure where it's going to go, but I want to share because this is kind of like a higher stakes decision experiment that we're trying. And even though it's higher stakes because there's money involved, I'm still going at it with the same scientific casual observer approach. So Tom and I invested over the summer in a holiday house. We have dreamed about owning a home in Eastern Washington for, I think, five to 10 years. So we've had this dream and we've always talked about it. And then, you know, interest rates were really low and things just worked out and the stars aligned and we found this house over there. So we bought the holiday house and we've started renting it out on a short-term rental basis. So it's bringing in a little bit of money, but we also want it to be where our family goes and we create memories. And we, we had this dream and hypothesis and idea of what our holiday house would be. Okay. So I was reflecting the other day on my alcohol experiment because as a casual observer, I am taking notes and journaling every single day on just insights, ahas, and how things are treating me. So one of the insights that I had was about anxiety. So as I've shared on the podcast before, I suffer from anxiety at times. And what I realized is that over the last 90 days, ever since I've been off the sauce, um, my anxiety has been way lower. It's like, oh, interesting. And again, I want to just point out That's just an observation, right? It's definitely a positive side effect of this experiment. But what I'm not doing is judging my past. I am not judging my anxiety. I am just observing and taking note. That's it. So I've realized that my anxiety has been much lower uh, since I have been alcohol-free. And then I started reflecting, okay, well, when has the anxiety creeped up over the last 90 days? And it hit me like a ton of bricks, you guys. I've had two anxious moments over the past 90 days, and they both were in the same place. Guess where they were? Yeah, you guessed it, at the holiday house. Now, I'm not trying to form a hypothesis on that quite yet, but I'm definitely collecting data. And I'm definitely being a casual observer in how I really feel at that house. As I mentioned, the stakes are a bit higher because there's a financial investment, but I'm not kicking myself. I'm not beating myself up like, you stupid idiot, you know, you bought this house for how much money and now you can't even go there. Like that would be the old Mahdi. That would be the Mahdi that, you know, that would be before the flip, the switch was flipped. That's when I took life really, really, really seriously. And that's when I used to, would have expected myself to make the right decision at exactly the right time, every time. And if I didn't, I wouldn't even be able to recognize that maybe it wasn't the right decision. As I mentioned, we're not making any changes um, regarding the holiday house, but it is a higher stakes example that it's okay to make decisions and then change our mind. Or it's okay to make decisions and think that it is going to affect us one way and then realize as a scientist, as that observer, that actually our hypothesis was off 
and we get a change, pivot, adjust, and do things differently. I promise you guys, if you decide to take this approach to life, it is so freeing. It is like the biggest weight lifted off your shoulder, and it is so much fun. I challenge you to just try it with something simple. Just try it with like, I don't even know, I'm just making this up now, your water intake, right? There's no judgment. Nobody cares how much water you drink, but try something. Give it a go. Be a scientist in your life. Be that casual observer. No judge, no shame, and see what happens. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Have an amazing day, and as always, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.